Hey, this is Scott, co-founder of Archosaur Tabletop and DM of the Archosaur D&D podcast. I'm just wanting to take a minute to let you know that our website, ArchosaurTT.com, is up and running, and we also opened up a merch store that can be accessed through our website. We have lots of fun stuff, hoodies, shirts, um, well, let's see, an adventures pack, uh, 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 what else, what else, what else, uh, uh, tumblers, uh, a cup, we have a cup, it's a really nice cup, you need to buy the cup. So, um, yeah, drop by and check it out for yourself. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Hey, looky here. It's me, Scott, the DM for Archosaur D&D. I know you want to listen to our adventuring shenanigans, but... I want to let you know about our dice game, Sea Maiden's Bounty. Sea Maiden's Bounty is a set of three dice games where you bet pirate treasure playing until there's only one left with all the coin. You can play Sea Maiden's Eyes, making bets and risking not to bust out. Sea Maiden's Bounty is a poker-style game that is played with dice instead of cards. Then there's Sea Maiden's Bones, where players make bets to see who rolls the highest out of three rolls. The great thing is, this game is already out. I mean, seriously, right now, you can go online, look it up, it's already there. And you can check it out at ArcosaurTT.com and buy a copy today. Now, let's get back to the game. This podcast may contain material not suitable for all audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Arkansas D&D Campaign 2, The Seas of Elara. Hello and welcome back to Arkansas D&D. I'm your host and DM for the night, Scott, and we still have playing with us tonight. Tiana, currently playing Solaire. And T.S. playing Zillathar. Last time we left off, um, if I remember correctly, you took a, a little trip in Antlin. Um, Zillathar did some forging, uh, and uh, Solaire did a little bit of, you know, faffing about the town and um, going and collecting information on a task that she picked up from the jobs board. And it was to investigate and find out why sheep were disappearing on a farm. So. I just want to make sure I have the information pulled up. Where is my information? Here I am um, forgetting things. From what I remember, uh, we had... Oh yeah, you were, uh, over, you were over on Jack's yeah. farm. And, uh... Yeah. I incinerated two goblins, and I knocked one out. Yes. And so you currently but... have an unconscious goblin in your possession. And the entrance to a goblin war in front of us. Yep. And we're about to decide what to do. So, it is the dead of night. Um, I'd say roughly about 9 o'clock at night. Um, you know, if you go by 
our regular time. So, um, you're standing here at the precipice of a of a one entrance to a goblin warren with an unconscious goblin. What are you doing? Um, I think we should mark this out and tie this thing up since we were only being going to be paid to find out what was killing and disappearing sheep. We should take this back to Jed. I want to keep. Well, we can show it to Jed and then we can find out if you can keep it. Okay. But we need to tie Zeltar it up. will... Uh, he'll let you tie up the goblin. Yeah. Because he doesn't have rope. Yeah. Okay. Um, so... I have silk rope. I don't want to dirty that rope with the goblin. Uh, let's use your... the piece of canvas that we were hiding your tail with. We'll just tie it up with that. Alright. That'll work. Okay, um, Solaire, since you're the one that's tying him up, I need you to make a... either a sleight of hand or a survival check to, uh, uh properly tie this guy up. Uh, sleight of hand is slightly better, so I guess I will do that one. Okay. And I did very well with that one. Uh, Dirty 20. That is, uh, very good. <laughs> you're pretty sure, actually you're more than pretty sure that it's secure enough to hold this small and seemingly frail creature as it, you know, is just straight up unconscious. Mm-hmm. So, do you now have a tied-up goblin? Alright. Are there, like, anything we could use to make this Warren entrance really obvious to other people? Um, you could make a perception check to see what's around you. Unless you have something on you in your inventory that you think would make a better a better display. Mm, I don't think I do. Yeah, I don't have anything that would look better. Yeah, so sixteen. Okay, I think I found definitely found something that will make it very obvious. Okay. Um, with a perception check of twenty five. Um, you do find a good amount of like small flora, um, seeds, nuts, and, uh, you know, different, different, uh, tree branches in this area. Uh -huh. And you also do, um, you do have the benefit of having somebody there that can make, um, tear marks at the ground. Uh -huh. Um, how do you want to set up uh, demarcation for this? Um, I'm going to ask, I'm going to gather up some of the larger branches 
and ask Zolthar <coughs> to sort of shove them into the ground like um, tent poles. And then just sort uh, of scrape away a lot of the grass and stuff first. <clears throat> uh, yeah, he'll do that. But instead of, like, setting the sticks up uh, like tent poles, he just tries to make them look like a giant G that's standing up. A giant G? Yes, for Gabo. <laughs> G for Gabo. Yeah. G that, for Gabo. That, okay, okay. That, that works. <clears throat> Um, you know what? I'll toss in the mold earth cantrip to help with that. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> to help reinforce it. I'd say go yeah. Ahead. There's just a there's just a dirt G <laughs> There's like sticks and dirt forming a big G. Okay, I, I'd say that's a manipulation <clears throat> manipulation of objects in such a way that um to fashion it into a giant G. Um. Old the... Earth lets me manipulate Earth in like anything within a five foot cube. I yes. can pose it any way I want. Yeah. So, so um, just like you're not wanting to do that with sticks. You're just wanting to do that with with dirt. Oh, he's adding the uh, sticks to reinforce the dirt. Yeah. Okay. Um, then I'd say with that with that simple, you know, use of a spell, it, it wouldn't take any rolls. It's just it happened. Mm-hmm. Oh. There, there's now a giant G, a five foot wide, a five by five foot G, five by five foot G. Where's it placed? Where's it placed? And pertains to this, the entrance of this goblin warren. Uh, is it up like to the north of it, to the south of it? You know, what location? It, it would be. Behind the entrance, when you're coming from Jed's place, Is that where you put it, Zolthar? So, yeah. Okay. Because yeah, it's 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 his spell. He's the one that's doing it. So I was asking him. <laughs> it, yeah. Uh, I, I, I was suggesting so, how how it would. Yeah, uh, Solaire would be very good at you know, like, uh, helping Zolthar figure out where to put it. Yeah, and adding sticks to it as he's molding the earth to reinforce said earth, because okay. otherwise it only lasts for an hour. Yeah. So, um, you, you've got now all we're that... going to pick up and carry the unconscious Gobbo to Jed. Okay. Yes. Um, you get back to Jed's farm. It takes a roughly an hour to get back. You guys, mm-hmm. you guys ran a fair bit, and um, unless you decide to run, then it cuts that time down by a lot. Nah, I don't think we need to do more than a moderate jog. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so takes you. When I say roughly an hour, I mean like thirty to four. No, thirty to forty-five minutes uh, yeah. to get back to Jed's farm, and uh, the lights are off. The doors closed. And everything is silent. You hear crickets chirping in the in the background. You hear um, some every now and then. You'll hear like a coming from a, a farm, a, a barn nearby. But uh, outside of that, or, and some you know winking. But other than that, there's 
nothing going on. Uh, I'm gonna look for the dogs to see if they start making noise. I'll let her do that by herself, because I last time I intimidated the dogs into submission, so I don't think they'd be too happy to see me. Okay, um, currently standing at his front, standing at his front door, you don't see mm-hmm. any of the dogs. Okay. Then I'll just knock on the door okay. to see if that'll... Because if it's only 9 o'clock, <clears throat> he, he might still be close enough to wakefulness that he'll get up fairly soon. Yeah. Um, so you knock on the door, you know, just a, a nice, uh, not, not hard, just a nice, like, you know, three knocks. And, um, you soon see a, a small lamp light come on inside or turn on inside the house and, or get lit inside the house and moves from window to window until finally you can see the light through the, some of the small cracks that are in the door. And the door opens, and Jed is in front of you. So, uh, y'all found out what's going on? Yeah, it's, um, Zilithar... Zilithar immediately drops, uh, the... (laughs) Yeah, Zilithar immediately drops the goblin and says, Gobbo. My. Well, that's naughty. I haven't seen goblins in quite a while. Yeah, we marked out their uh, one of the Warren entrances right. as well, outlandishly as we could. I'll make sure to report this to the, the guild. It was about an hour fast fast walk right. uh, that away from your your place. You, there you, might be more entrances. You you pointed out and he goes, right? Well. I guess y'all better take this one to the, the guild hall as proof, just to make yeah. sure that they understand what's going on. And uh, I'll see about putting in another request to have it cleared out. Alright. I think they said you needed to sign this one. Oh, yes, yeah. Uh, hold on. And you, he, he finally opens the door far enough that you see he's essentially in Long John's. Yeah. Um, Goes over, sets the sets the lantern down and beckons you inside like both of you including the goblin like just drag him in pick up an ankle yeah um going inside his home is not lavish um you've been in it before and uh at night it's just dark he's he's basically the only source of light is the well let's see what is the Current day. Um, yeah, it's a light of a half moon. Actually, both half moons of the two moons. Um, and the light of the lantern on the table. And he has you come to the, the table where you ate previously. Yep. And goes and goes to a little side cupboard and pulls out an inkwell and a, and a quill. And brings it back and says, "All right, um, so where's the where where's the writ? Right here." And you set it down. He takes, dips his quill quill in the ink pot in the ink pot, signs his name, and says, "All right, well, 
as I said, just go on ahead and take that back to the guild. And he like gestures to the to the goblin. Yeah. And says, and uh, I'll I'll go on ahead and get that uh, started for a uh, someone to go and clear that out. I thank y'all for right. your service. You're welcome. Now I gotta get to bed. I got an early morning. Oh yeah, I understand that. And uh, he, you know, ushers you to the door. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. So, is there anything else you want to do while on the farm? Nope, that was going to be it. We're just going to take Gabo with well, us to the end. I, th I think Zilthar is just going to name him Gabo. Okay. Yeah. We're going to have to wait until the the guild office opens. I think I said that was around 9 or 10 a.m. So. Yeah, so that's in like 12 hours. Yeah, so we're just going to make our way back to the Whistling Well. Okay. Um, well, you know the Whistling Well is in the market area. <laughs> yep. I'm just hoping we don't get stopped by anyone in the night watch. Okay. Um, so do you want to try to stealth or do you want to just bla brazenly walk through with this tied up goblin? Uh, we're just gonna go through because we're not doing anything wrong. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, and you're, you're uh, not... Other than making sure Zilithar's got his cloak back on. Yeah. Yeah, gotta keep that cloak on. Well, you, you were saying that, uh, you know, just be careful in case the night watch, the night watch, you know... I, I was you. just saying to just not have us get stopped and have to waste time talking to them. Yeah, that's what uh, I'm uh, saying that's... is... It, odds are, if the Night Watch does seize you, they will stop you and ask you what's going on. Okay. Well, we're not doing anything wrong, so that's fine. And it's early enough that that the outer door to the inn shouldn't be closed, so. Okay. So, um, you're, you make your way, um, back through the Crystal Tome Ward. And you do see that there are still some people out. Um, and there are some people that are still worshipping at the Temple of the, of the Seven. Mm-hmm. And so... It's just your basic, you know, night in a... In a no, in a... Near Port Town. Is there is there anything else you wish to do? Like, while passing through the Crystal Tome Ward. I don't think so. Zillathar? Uh, uh, I think Zillathar will just... Just look around. Uh, just, like... One out of just pure curiosity, because, you know... He's still new to being able to roam cities, and... Uh, he's probably still a little... Uh, concerned that uh, the guy who wanted him is, like, hanging around. So, probably just keep an eye out for that. Okay, um, 
So you're you're wanting to look around what? Or are you just saying just keep? He, he's assuming watchful. Just general perception. Like if if he happens to see a wanted poster, be like, "Have you seen this?" Okay. Uh, call this number. Uh, go on ahead and give me just a perception check. Since you're being extra watchful. All right. Just get a. Get the dice out of the dice box, and then roll them in the dice box. Uh, that is a 16. 16? Okay. I did not press that. Just trying to roll a stinking die. Okay, yeah. Um, you do see at one point while you're while you're walking through, um, that somebody at, like, one of the people that's at the, the Temple of the Seven kind of looks oddly at you and then goes back to, back to praying in front of a statue of a, of a, what looks like a, a man holding, holding a, or with his hand on a shield that is at his feet, holding a hammer high into the sky. Uh, Zothar will, like, try and make a note of, like, that person, like, their scent if he can smell them, or, like, their face if he could see it. Um, you weren't able to get a good read on the face as far as facial features but it was it was like one of those things of like you're you're looking around kind of being perceptive and as you look over you see this this individual kind of like you know get this slightly stunned look like oh crap he's looking and then looks away um i will whisper and point that out to Solaire and just ask her what like, should I just ignore that, or should we do something? I'm going to say for right now, just ignore him. Hmm. But if you got a, a whiff of his scent, and if it gets closer hmm. to us, then we'll do something about it. Okay. Um, is there a check I can make to like, like just log in? Like this guy smelled like that or something. Survival. All right. That would be a survival check if you want to make that. Yeah, my dogs just started barking, so I had to mute real quick. 17. A 17? Um, what you get so far is just this heady um, sense of incense. But you do smell, since you're, you have more animalistic instincts than, than most 
you do smell kind of a not of necessarily a fear but a general anxiety from that individual in particular weird and I've never met this dude before right not that you're aware of okay uh, I'll just log that in the back of my mind. So, um, you make your way past the Crystal Tome Ward um, through uh, Blackfane Village. It takes about an hour to uh, make it all the way back to the Market District. And you see that a few of the stalls are still open of the of the open market. But all the storefronts are closed. The only thing that's open and still has sound coming from it is the tavern. And the indoors are closed, but they have an, an open sign up. Okay, so we'll just see if the Gently move the door, see if it opens. Alright. Um, as you start to press on the door, you hear behind you, Oi, what are you doing? Heading into the inn. Um, as you say that, you turn around and see one of the night guard, you know, heading your way. What was, was that over his shoulder? That green <clears throat> thing. Gobbo. And he just holds it up upside down by accident, then flips it back right side up. And it's just this unconscious, like, beat the hell bruised goblin. Yeah, he goes, hmm. Looks like an ugly bugger. Well, uh. Gonna turn it into the guild office in the morning. It's what's been stealing Jed's sheep. Oh, so you're, you're helping Jed. Okay, um. Well. I don't know if she'll allow that in your inn, but since he is a captive and... Uh, yeah, it's just going to sleep on the floor. Part of bounty from the guild. I don't think that she... that. Just have to look it, it's here. pretty well wrapped up, so it shouldn't leave it too much of its stink on the floor. Yes, well, I, I don't think Jesse would mind. Um, hopefully. <laughs> well, um, I wish you mm -hmm. luck and... Just keep that thing as secure as you can. Oh yeah, we're not untying it. Good, good. And he bids you bid you a good night and turns around and goes back on his patrols. Okay. Now, now we're going to see if the door opens. It does. Um, you were in the process of opening the door when you were stopped. Yeah, so we'll... Go inside, and I'll see if Jessie is still at the front desk, or if she's gone off to bed already. Um, you see that the the back the door to the back room is open, and there mm -hmm. is uh, some lamplight coming from that back room. Um, hearing the door open, you hear Jessie get up and not rush, but just walk. Um, you know, creeping. Uh, creaking floorboards type, you know, sound. Mm. Um, back to the front of the inn, and she goes, oh, um, you're here in Blackfish? 
the hell is that? Uh, a goblin. It's... They've been stealing Jed's sheep. Okay, then why do you have one here? We caught this one, and we're going to take it to the guild office. He said it'd be um, proof of what's been stealing his sheep. Oh, oh, bounty. Okay, um... Well... It's just going to stay tied up and on the floor. Oh, well, as long as it stays tied up and it doesn't, you know, dirty the room, I'm fine with that. Just keep an eye on it. Oh, yeah. They're fickle little things. Yeah. Don't think you can lift me up off it. (laughs) Well. Well, No, it couldn't, but... It, it, she doesn't want it dirtying up her bed clothes. Well, I'll leave that up to your business. I will. I, I'm going to retire for the night. All right. And she sleep well then. She goes over and locks the door, and then heads back into her room, and she actually shuts that door. All right, we'll go up to our room. Okay. Um, heading up to your room, it's no big deal. Uh, it's a lot less blurry than the night before that you remember, Soleil. Mm-hmm. And, uh, opening the door. It's also a lot easier. Yes. Um, opening the door, you have, you know, your two beds and mm-hmm. the wardrobe and the window and pretty much nothing else other than the bedside table in between the beds. As described in previous episodes. Yep. I just, um... Uh, Zilthar will lay the goblin down, like, next to his bed, and then when he goes to lay down on the bed, he just lays his heavy tail on top of it. Mm -hmm. So if it moves or tries to escape, he'll know. Okay. Yeah, that works. All right. And Solaire's going to lock the door. Okay. And then shed boots and put her gear, except for her dagger, uh, onto the equipment rack. Okay. And tuck the boots in the wardrobe, and then just go lay down, tucking the dagger under a pillow. Alright, so you're both going to sleep? Yeah. Yeah, we're both going to sleep. Okay. Um, alright, so you go to sleep, uh, you get a full rest, so whatever, whatever spells, abilities, and everything that you, uh, that you've done, you gain that back. And, um, let's see, uh, I need a, uh, yeah, uh, constitution check from both of you. Okay. Uh, check, not a save? Yeah, just a check. Okay. I got a pretty good constitution. Uh, 17. 17, okay. Um, Solaire got a 7 uh, in total. Oh, dear. So, with your with your 17 constitution check, you wake up first. Um, you wake up also because the goblin is struggling underneath your tail. 
it is now fully conscious and is struggling against its spines. I smack it with my tail to knock it out again. <laughs> Alright, give me an attack roll. And this is non-lethal, by the way. Okay. 17 on the die to hit. That hits. I do 11 points of damage with my tail. Okay, that's uh, that's not. If it was non-lethal, that's not enough to knock it out. But I'll say it's enough to knock it out because I'm the DM and I'm the god of this game. So, also, also by like normal rules, it wakes up with one hit point anyway. True. Um. Well, actually, no. It's also had a full night's rest. Oh. Okay. Fair. <laughs> but uh, fair. You know, their HP, like if you were to do that and. Uh, <coughs> And it would have been lethal. It, you would have just killed. You would. You would have just. You know, knocked it into death saves again. <laughs> but uh, like, because the the their health is stupid low. Um, yeah, I think I like seven health or something. Yeah, and so you know, eleven halved is only six. So five or five. So that's that. I'd say that's close enough to knock it out. Mm -hmm. Um. So, and Solaire, you, you wake up from the thud of the tail hitting this, this poor little goblin in the back of the head. Oh, yeah, by the by. Zilthar oh, <laughs> just, as he hits it, he just mumbles, Sleep, Gobbo. Funk! Yep. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's roughly um, 6 o'clock in the morning. No, about eight o'clock in the morning. Um, you went to sleep, you know, two hours after. Yeah, it, I was thinking nine to five, and I'm like, no, no, no. They went to sleep at around eleven, so mm -hmm. that would be around seven or eight o'clock in the morning. Okay, did it just wake up? Yeah, but I knocked it out again. Okay. Or should we have had it awake when we took it to the guild? Mm, nah, I don't think it matters. Okay. Just having it should be sufficient. <clears throat> we can grab breakfast and then take it to the guild. But we sh I'm going to also pack up my gear. <laughs> Alright. Since we're going to be heading out with that sword after we drop either drop him off at the guild for them to deal with, or we can see if they want to let you keep it. I don't know if they'll be willing to let you keep it. Keeping the gobbo would be very fun. Yeah, but, I mean, it's technically a sapient creature. So it, I, I don't know. We'll just have to see when we get up, get to the guild hall. Okay, so y'all are y'all are gonna get up, get up, arm up, and head over to the guild hall. Uh, get up, get gear packed together, and head downstairs to let uh, Jesse know that we're going to be heading out, and I'll hand over the room key to her. 
but we're gonna get back breakfast and then head to the guild hall. All right. Yeah. Get <laughs> All right. Um, you have a satisfactory breakfast, um, <laughs> and hand in the key to the to Jess. Mm-hmm. And you head over to the guild hall, and just as you get there, the the reception person at the guild hall is hanging up or. Yeah, I'd say the guild master of this guild hall is, you know, taking and setting up uh, new writs on the job board as you're heading up. Okay. You see, uh, some, some of the ones that were on there earlier are now gone. Yeah. Uh, I guess some other people picked those up. Uh, I'm just going to walk over to him and say, um, hey, we finished uh, the job for Jed. All right. He he jumps a little bit and turns around and he goes, oh, sorry. I was kind of very far into my work and became very focused. Of what, what seems to be going on? Uh, I, I finished this job for Jed. Oh. Um, or, well, redid. Let us get back into your... Into my office and we can we can go on ahead and get this paperwork filled out. Alright. Zilthar holds up the goblin and says Gobbo. Oh. Um, you brought back one as an example or? Pretty much. He knocked it unconscious so we figured we'd bring it with us. Uh, Jed said that would be a good idea. Right. Okay. I caught it so it's mine now, right? <laughs> We'll see. Um, yeah, that's what I told him. Come come with us. Or come with me. Rather. Uh-huh. Us, yeah. Multiple personality disorder. So. <laughs> no, no. Isn't that, isn't that every DM? Come with him and Solaire. That was, that was the us. Um, so he leads you back in. And it's just basically back to the little front desk area. Sits down and goes, okay, so, and he reaches under his desk, you hear some fumbling around with papers, and he pulls out the papers, sets them down in front, and he goes, now, do you have the writ? Yes, right here. He takes and it from And handed over. Okay, he, he takes it from you, and he goes, okay, and that is his signature, and, you know, cross-checks with the, with the original request to make sure the signature is valid, and says, right. Signs a couple pe- no signs a couple spots on a, on another document. Turns around and says, "Okay, I need you to sign here, here, and initial here." Pick up the paper and read it over. I'm actually reading it aloud for Zillathar, so he understands what it says. Yeah, it it just basically states the same thing that the the other one did, the last one that you signed off on. You know, yeah. You know, we are not responsible for liabilities. Yada yada yada, and um. If you did not request, you know, equipment equipment repair or replacement, that it is null and void, yada yada. <laughs> and, um, you know. Well, I didn't get injured, so, and my equipment's fine. And, I mean, I lost one short bow arrow, but, meh. And, uh. Alright, so I just lay the sheet down and initial everything. And I put um, 
a ZM for Zillathar, mm -hmm. where all, all of the initial points are, and then I sign my name, and then I just tell tell Zillathar to. You can either write the a ZM, or you can write, or you can try writing your name out. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna go with just the ZM. All right. All right. You, you do know how to write your name in Draconic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do do the ZM and then just put your name in Draconic. I'm yeah, gonna... he'll do that. All right. I, I was just saying, you, you know how to write. You know how to write a little bit in in common, but you don't know how to write your name in common because you were never given the opportunity to. Yeah. So, um, and he goes, now, about the, that, and he just kind of leans a little bit and gestures to the goblin, <laughs> and he goes, um, so, we have two ways that this can go. It can be released into your custody, and you do whatever you want with it. I mean, you know, if that's your thing, but you could release it to our custody and get a little bit more of a reward. I was speaking of which, and he reaches, you know, under his desk, pulls out a sack of coin, and pulls out two gold, sets it on the counter, and, and presses it towards you, and he says, so, there's that, this payment for the completion of your, of your task. Um, yeah. But we do pay bounties I'll on... We do pay bounties on certain creatures, and as far as I'm aware, it's five silver per goblin. Well, Zillathar's wanting to... I, I don't know if he's wanting to train it, or just keep it as, like, a pet. Well, you can't really keep goblins as pets. Um, they're a little yeah. bit too strong-willed. Um, there are people that have tried... There are some people that have them as, I guess you might say, friends. But um, the ones that are, as we call them, non-civilized, like this one here, um, it will only try to escape and kill you, as far as we know. Well, I, I think it might be worth the five silver to let Zillathar see what he can do with it. So I, I guess we'll, we'll we'll keep a hold of him for now. What is yeah. Uh, Zothar does want to try and keep hold of the goblin because, like, in a weird way, he respects that it was able to outrun him for as long as it did, and still hasn't died from getting hit so hard with his tail. Uh, so. He kind of respects the goblin, so I think he might try and befriend it. So he's going to keep it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So... Or at the very least, eventually, somehow, with Solaire's help, get it civilized. All right. Um, did you add the two gold, or should I do that? Um, you can go on ahead and do that. Okay. I, I just wanted to make sure you hadn't already added it. No, I, I have not yet. Okay. So. Um, All right. I guess we will keep it, and I will ask if um, 
Clothian's already put up the job to deliver uh, the sword. Um, he looks at you and goes, oh, yes, um, he's, he said that he was holding it for a uh, certain someone um, by the name of Zilfair? Zilathar. Right. That would be him. Oh, he, l- he looks over at you. He points to himself and nods. Goes, right, well, um, just uh, sign off on this, and um, the, he said that you would be picking up the package from his establishment. All right. I will fill out what's necessary and just tell Zillathar to sign his name in Draconic down at the bottom. Okay. Uh, yeah, he does that. Yeah, it's it's a release of, of liability paperwork again. You know, bureaucracy, red tape. Yeah. <laughs> um, basically means, like, if you die, your family gets nothing. You know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, your family cannot bring any charges or war crime charges on the on the guild, all that stuff. That's why I said I filled it out. Yeah. Um, and it's paperwork that you've filled out before. Like, you've done this a mm-hmm. few times. So, um, that basically mm-hmm. sums it up there. Uh, is there anything else you would like to do while at the, at the guild? I don't think so. I, unless there's anything else going in the same direction as um, the sword from Clothian. He checks over his records and says, as far as I'm aware, nothing else in that direction. Okay. And we'll just uh, pick up the sword and get some uh, journey rations and head out. Right. And, uh, I guess you guys head out, because, uh, Zelithar's not putting any input. Yeah. Uh, he's just following Solaire's lead at this point. Okay. Um, exiting outside, the, uh, still with the goblin over your shoulder, (laughs) the, the town is back to its, uh, previous hustle and bustle. There are people going cart to cart, picking up food and tech and different textiles, you know, bolts of cloth, stuff like that. Um, some home items. Uh, you also have the same shops that you were at, and uh, Clothians is not too far from your location. All right. Zothar is now realizing he does not know where he's going to put the goblins. <laughs> yeah. And I, you can make this a lot easier on yourself than you know. Oh, we could get some short rope and make like a sling and you could carry him along your back. <clears throat> Wait, he's tied up. He's not going to be a ball until he needs to potty. Mm-hmm. Zilthar will carry him around until he wakes up again and then attempt to explain that he has helped spare him from the eventual attack on his burrow Mm -hmm. and wants to be friends. Okay, well, he is currently unconscious. 
No, he said yeah. when he wakes when, up. Oh, when yeah, he, when he wakes up. <laughs> that that is the we're, that we're, is the we're, attempt. It's like while he's in we're we're gonna get a short length of rope and and make a, a a sling so he can be draped on Zolithar's back. Okay. Um, I'd say that that's doable with the rope that you have. Okay, I'll just cut, like, what about ten? Ten feet or so of it? Yeah, ten feet or so Make... would work. And Especially just... if you wrap it around his neck a couple times. Yeah, Yeah. no, I, I was going to wrap it around his, tie it around onto his shoulders and, and uh, secure it to one of the knots in the canvas. Okay. Um... And then... Wrap it around the ankles. Alright, getting you over to Clothin. Um, or Clothin. He's already back to work at his shop making other other stuff. Yeah. Um, when you go in, the you're met by Jeff? Or Jeffrey? I thought it was Jerry. Jerry, that was it. I had to look back over my, my stuff. Um, but you, uh, yeah, you, you go back, see Jerry, <sighs> and he goes, oh, you're back. Um, so, you ready to, uh, transport our, our delivery, our sword? Yep. Yes. Okay, well, I have, and... I have it right here, and he pulls out this, uh, very, um, not the best looking um box for it but it is a a wooden box just outside the dimensions of the size of the sword and it's been yeah. it's been you know sealed with nails mhm and he goes Does so it have like um, a strap on it or something well not really it would usually be carried by cot but we can we can affix something to it oh i could always Attach it to where my bedroll would go in my backpack. Yes, that would be that should work. That would be rather easy. Yeah, I'll just shrug out of my backpack and undo the straps for the bedroll. Yeah, and you're you're able to secure it just behind the bedroll. Very simply. I mean, it it takes no mo no moving of anything around. You just literally just slide it in. I'll unsecure straps and then resecure them. Yeah. Slightly wider open. Yeah. Alright. And then I just shrug my backpack back on. Settle it. And he says, so, um, here is a, a map, um, that will okay. take you to his manor. It mm -hmm. is on the northern coast of this island, um, overlooking the cliff, and, um, it is a breathtaking view, but he is kind of a ponce, so just keep that in mind. I've dealt with a couple of those. I I, I I should be able to handle him. He, he, or Jerry smiles at you and goes, I'm pretty sure you're capable. And then he, like, no, then, then he, you know, bid you good day. Um, actually, before that, he asks you if there's anything else that you would like to, to purchase, if possible. I don't suppose you've got a set of tinkers tools um sadly we do not um you know who might have some. 
I don't know if we're being we'll be coming back here. Well, I mean, we are the only. Well, actually, we we are the only, you know, major major town that's close to a port. Yeah, I I'm just saying I I'm not sure when. Oh right. So I I wouldn't want you to make something and it be late three or four months before we came back. And hold on to it. I know. understand. Um, Do you think there might might be anybody in the market that might have one? It's quite possible. I mean, there's not a high demand for Tinker's tools in this area. But yeah. you never know what the merchants might bring in. Alright. I guess we'll, we'll check the stalls. But... Alright. And we'll, we'll be on our way. He bids you farewell as you exit the door and you head over into the main market area or are you just straight up going out of town? Because you uh, still have to get provisions. Yeah, we're going to get provisions and I'm going to be kind of on the lookout for a set of tinker stoles. Okay. Trying to remember how much those cost. Um, go on ahead and give me a perception check just to see if you how long it takes you to find tinker stoles. While we're also looking around, uh, Zothar will also try and keep an eye out and, like, his nose out for, um, the same person he saw last time, and, uh, if anyone else is kind of staring at him, like, he looks familiar. Okay. Uh, go on ahead and give you that, give me Mr. that Anxiety. perception check as well. Well, I get a little bit above my passive. Yeah. Sorry about that. And that is a seven. That is a seven. Um, you do not notice, uh, Zillathar, you do not notice anybody giving you any sideways looks. Uh, it seems everybody's, you know, going about their business and doing what they do. Um, Solaire, on the other hand, you do find one stall that is selling that they have a set of tinker stools. Just one. Okay. You, like you're just you're you're looking at it from afar. I'm gonna start making my way over to that stall. Okay. Um you make your way over to the stall and oh, it sounded like I said you make your way over to stall and um, you, you make your way over to the stall and this man goes hey oh what what you buying I have many wares for sale uh, just out of curiosity how much is that set of tinkers tools well this right here um well they're not usually in this area, but um, I think I can make a deal with you. Uh, how would uh, 30 gold sound? 20 below asking price. Hey. Let's see. Yeah, I, I think I can handle that. Oh, you can? Well, then. Do we have a deal? 
Yes. Great. And he like takes and shows you that it's a complete set. There's no, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's a variety of hand tools, threads, needles, whetstone, scraps of cloth, leather, and a small pot of glue. It's okay. all there, all ready for you to use. And it's all brand spanking new. Like, everything that has seals on it still has seals. And he takes and closes closes the kit. And you hand him 30 gold? Yep. All right. And he goes on ahead and hands you your brand new set of Tinker's Tools. Yay! Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure the... I've still got essentially 10 gold left. That should be more than enough to get provisions. Let's see. In your character sheet, um, did you already subtract your the thirty gold? Yes, I did. Okay, so I was about to say all I'm reading on here is four gold. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I I I I had thirty four. Okay, I've got four gold, forty silver, and forty five copper. That's. Um, hmm? That's essentially 10 gold. Question. Um, will the trip take us, like, along the river? Or by the coast at all? Let's see. If we're going ahead and world map it. Well, you said it was, like, this northern-ish spot here? Right about it here. It's up here on this little. Uh, trying to, I'm trying to do the long part. Or, or is it, me do it? Is it this tiny peninsula? Or is it the one that kind of looks like it's got rabbit ears? I don't know why this is left clicking constantly. I'm trying to right click and it's left clicking. Right clicking just goes save image. Not on mine, it says, like, center huddle monsters, huddle characters. Oh. Yeah, it's not letting me, it's not letting me, uh... Okay, can you see my pain? Oh, that's why. Stupid, I'm stupid. There. Okay, yeah, it's a little tiny spit. Yeah. Okay. So will the road take us along the coastline or, like, along that river that's kind of in town? Uh, I don't think it's going to take us along the river because the river looked like it's heading towards that little, um, yeah, the uh, the river, the river is heading, heading roughly in this direction. You're going to okay, be so heading we... in this direction. We we could follow the river for a little ways. Yes. And and then veer a bit eastward as we get closer uh, to the coastline. The reason I ask is because uh, Zilthar can 
kind of supply himself with his own rations because uh, the uh, Outlander background I picked. So he's got that feature where he can just gather food enough for five. Yeah, I, I was just thinking to get a, a few a few dry rations and like porridge mix or something. Yeah, something to make the meals not so, you know, bland. Boring. And All right. a small pot. Just a small pot to make like porridge in. I can't add. I you don't to, remember. I can't add they... you to this map to to show you where you're at because it comes up as like way too small to see. Yeah. It's like you can move this pin around. I don't know if you can see. No, you can't see the pin on your end. Never mind. I have a pin over here. Um. Yeah, no, it, that that would not work. So, um, you said you're going to get some dry provisions, correct? Yeah, some dry provisions and maybe a small pot. Okay, dry provisions, maybe a small pot. Um, and a couple of camp cups. You know, just like a little set of camping gear, maybe. Okay. Or just a pot and a couple cups. Uh, just camping, like camping cookware? Yeah. Alright, like um, I'd say between dry goods and camping cookware, you're probably looking at about two silver in total. Okay. Just that, rough that estimation. That sounds good. And you know for a fact that it's going to take, I'm on foot, I believe, it would take a grand total of two days. Maybe three. One hundred and twenty-four miles. miles. Uh, I, I think we could travel about fifteen miles a day. Okay. So, hundred. Uh, can, can you math? Because uh, let's just math. round up to that to one hundred twenty-five. And divide by fifteen. Math makes our brain hurt. So it take us a. Say we, if we leave now, we'll probably get there early evening on the ninth day. Okay, so that would be uh, leaving on the eleventh, and then. So we, yes, today is mid. Say midday eleventh. You'd be arriving on the twentieth. No, we'd be arriving on the 19th. 19th? Evening of the 19th. Evening of the 19th. Okay. So, um, just like with your navigation rolls for uh, traversing the sea, I will need, and you won't need uh, too many stuff, because you've been given a map, and it's on a main road, so all you have to do is follow the road. Mm -hmm. um, but you do need... Um, a provision roll and a navigation roll basically being able to read the map and either of you can take on each roll 
Okay. Uh, I think Zilthar. Revival stat at. I currently have a plus four to it. Okay, yeah. so slightly better than mine. Yeah. So. Um... Oh, and I do have the Wanderer feature, so. So yeah. I can just you... resupply easily. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you you would still need to roll provisions roll because you know what if you can't find any game. True. Yeah. Um. Did you add that set of like uh camping gear or whatever to that? Um. Have camping gear. You should if you already have um an adventurer's kit. I oh, have an entertainer's, took an entertainer's pack. pack. So yeah, you don't. Yeah, that's why I said how. Let's see. Yeah, Hamel, you don't have camping gear. Dilthar was in a cage most of his life, so he has no gear. Other than what's currently on him. Okay, yeah. well, um, an explorer's pack is 10 gold. We have no oh, gold. I thought I, I, I thought I bought a little camp pot and cups along with the provisions. Yeah, it, you could just basically say that you have those. Like you don't have to have them in your inventory. Okay. It's just like you have them. If you want to, you can write a note, um, on in your character notes, just denoting, hey, yeah. I have these things. But you do not have like an explorer's pack or a dungeoneer's pack. Yeah. Alright. Adds goblin to my inventory. <laughs> goblin to inventory. Uh, I think I'm going to name him Job. Job? Spelled G-O-B. -G so it looks like it's said gob, but it's pronounced Job. That's an interesting way to put it. So. That's a development reference, people. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you still need to make a... What was it again? A provisions roll. So I add my survival to it, provisions right? Provisions and navigation. Um, you both have to roll independently, and you can choose which one you want to do. Uh Provisions. Well, she's good. Provisions. She knows about maps. Uh, I was just going to say, provisions is survival, and yep. navigation is wisdom. Just flat wisdom? Yes. All right. My bonus to wisdom is zero. Yep. Are you proficient in nature or something of that sort? I think I have a plus three in both survival and, and uh, nature. Yep, but this is reading a map and able to remember what direction things are. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I do have proficiency with navigation tools. 
I think that was listed as being water. Yeah, navigation tools and water. You could still use a sextant on land. <laughs> or no, it just says navigation tools. It, it's I have a proficiency with water vehicles. So I, I have so, proficiency with navigation. So, so, so Solaire would have proficiency that. driving Zillathar. Yes. Sure. <laughs> Giggity. Anyway, so. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'd, I'll do, I'll I'd do say the. Wisdom plus proficiency. Okay, Fair so I'll, I'll just uh, do navigation tools uh, under wisdom. Okay. Uh, that's a twenty-two. Okay, uh, you will for have... my provision roll. You'll have no problems with food. Navigation is the major one. Okay. Just waiting for your roll. Yeah, gave me half a sec. Mm-hmm. Okay, wisdom. There we go. Sixteen. Okay, sixteen. Um, that's not bad. So you'll you'll get to your destination on time. Um, All right. <clears throat> during your travel north. Um. So let's go back to the. Let me get back to my. Schedule. So leaving on the eleventh. Um. Days 12, 13, and 14 pass with no incident. Everything is... Um, I, I, I hate to interrupt you, but I still have the goblin with me. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm pretty sure he would wake up, like, a, after another eight day. hours. Oh, yeah. Um, as I say... They I have... would like... I would like to do that hell action-ish thing to attempt to Persuade it. Look, I'm sorry about what happened, but I respect how you were able to run away from me, so I don't want you to die, and I would like us to be friends. Plus, I'm pretty sure your home borough just got nuked. I'm very sorry. And, and if you don't, and if you don't run away or try and kill us, I will untie you and let you walk with us. And, like, we'll share food and everything. Just in general, want to become friends. Okay. Uh, that, that, me... That's what we do the first night when we're uh, encamped. Okay. Yeah. Give me a persuasion at disadvantage, because you keep because you beat him up. And then knocked him unconscious when he was trying to get his, get away. This is look, Derek. It look. It was all bureaucracy. That's all it was. I rolled two fifteens uh, plus my persuasion. Uh, that's eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Yeah. Um. He seems to calm down. Um, but more like he looks vacantly off in the distance, especially after you say that, you know, I'm sorry, your home got nuked. 
and he just becomes kind of stoic for a while. I do my best to comfort the goblin. <laughs> or at least as, as far as you're aware, it's a he. Valerian yeah, I committed to the gender that uh, Zilithar assigned it. His. I mean, female are fairly similar in appearance. I mean, depends which deviant artist artist you ask. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so that was on day twelve. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was on the twelfth, which was. So, does it agree not to run away or something with the 18? Because um, I'll untie it if it agrees to just just hang out and walk with us. After we're done, you know, delivering the sword, it can do whatever it wants. But I will encourage it to stay by us since, you know, we'll keep it safe and feed it. Gotta catch them all. Anyway, <laughs> So, on that day, it just is stoic and doesn't give you any response. Um, and just out of, I don't know what you would do. Um, would you untie it at that point? Because it's just being stoic. Like, um, yeah, I'll untie it. Okay. Or at least mostly. Um, so that it can toilet itself. Yeah, you, you untie it, and it just sits there. Still staring off in the distance. Do you need is there a, is there a, is there a comfort functions? check? Uh, I, I think you could repurpose animal <laughs> handling. Yeah, I'd say repurpose animal handling. <laughs> I have advantage on that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Frost Rune. Uh, so that's a dirty 20. Okay. <laughs> um, it breaks down into tears. Zothar... Knowing what it's like to lose his family <laughs> comforts it the best he can. Um, does anybody offer it food? Uh, yes. I, I, I was going to, to offer it one camp cup with some, I guess, porridge or fish stew-like um, substance. I don't remember what we made for dinner. Well, that is a question. What did you make for dinner? Because you ha you do have some dry provisions. Yeah, I was thinking we, we either uh, made like some like dry some provisions and like just some wild berries that Zilthar found. Okay, so uh, all right, it, essentially a nut porridge. No, <laughs> <nut board>. It's <laughs> like you just picked nightshade. Good job. <laughs> I think Zelthar would be able to tell the difference. No, um, offering it food, it does eat. It still is, you know, sobbing. Kind of listless. Yeah, but it's 
It's it's listless. Um, and when it goes when since you're allowing it to be on its own, you know, untied, it just curls up and goes to sleep. Just makes itself a little patch of grass and goes to sleep. All right, I just uh, drape that little piece of canvas on it like a blanket. Okay. Zilthar probably like will do the curl around it sort of thing to help keep it warm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, is there anything else you would like to like to do on this night? Anybody keep uh, Solaris gonna keep first watch. Okay. Just to make sure nothing, you know, local wildlife coming toward us. Okay. And uh, I'm guessing Zillathar's going to do the second watch? Uh, yeah. Yeah, second watch. Alright. Basically, we're just going to swap, swap positions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, go on ahead and give me a check to see how well that do. The perception? Yes. I'd say you do very well. Yes. Um, you don't encounter anything on that night. As Great success. Huh? Great success. Yes. Yeah, I got a twenty-three. Yes. <clears throat> um, and other than uh, you can hear some animals moving about in the distance. You know, possibly some rabbit. Um, maybe uh, some insects wafting through the grass. Mm-hmm. Other than using your pack as a pillow, you really don't have anything else. Um. Oh, I've got a pack and a bedroll. Yeah. Um, looking around, there's really nothing going on. It's a uh, nice and silent night um, for your watch. So, uh, <laughs> he just ended up getting accidentally kicked from this for you, and he's back. Sorry? That's right. Okay. So, my perception? Yes. Yeah. Uh, 18. 18. Alright, um, same thing as, uh... Same thing as Solaire. There's, uh, nothing really going on. Um, and, uh, everything is hunky-dory. You know, And and you notice that Solaire's draped her arm over the top of the gabo? Yeah. Nice. Uh, uh the yeah. Night, the night progresses smoothly. Um, dawn arrives, and you go to get up and, and head out for the next leg of your journey. Uh, does the goblin follow us, or does it just stay sitting there listless and depressed? Um, you still have that lump underneath the the... You know, she's just kind of in a, or it's just kind of in a lump underneath the, the, the canvas. canvas. 
I, I just um, just taking the rope and the canvas and just sort of make a sling to carry it, since it's not going to move on its own. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll just make a little... We'll make a sling, put it on my back, and just put it on there. Okay. Um, After we try feeding it. Okay. Um, when you go to try to feed it, you, you know, open up the canvas, and there's mm. rocks underneath it. What the heck? What? Super Stealth Goblin? This goblin's clearly got expertise in stealth. Uh, I'll check my gear, make sure none of it's missing. Yeah, same. That guy, I don't have gear, so. Yeah, um, you don't see any missing gear. <laughs> um, you go through your, you go through your gear, you go through your packs. Nothing's missing. Um, just it's gone. Just gone. Can I like do a sort of tracking check to see what direction it went? So how did I not notice it was rocks? How did you not notice it was rocks? Does your this perception thing... of twenty three beat a thirty? It okay. So it's not only a rogue; it has passed without a trace. Rounded river stones. Yep, just a bunch of rounded river stones. It's gone. Uh, I'm going to assume it probably went back to its burrow to see if everyone was indeed taken out. Uh, that was my assumption that happened, so, uh, uh, it's probably for the best. Well, well, let's just go. Yeah. Finish this job. Alright. Zothar's slightly upset that the goblin left, but it understands why. Yeah. So... On. <sighs> I was just doing some stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. So. Oh, I screwed that up. Hold on a second. Alright. Um, so you continue your way through the. Uh, Alright, um, so you're you're making your way northward. Um This'll be day Yeah. So, I think we're on to the thirteenth. Yeah, thirteenth day. Um you have no no issues. Uh you're able to hunt some wild game, so food is plentiful. It is fine. Yeah. Roasted rabbit. Yep. Um you both take turns and shifts to rest, and then, you know, still no sign of 
the goblin that you have released back into the wild. By accident. Um, day 14 arrives, and same. It's a nice day, good cloud coverage, so it's not too sunshiny. And uh, still a rather pleasant travel, uh, still no goblin. On day 15, you get to a, a certain point in your travel. <sighs> um, break for the midday meal. It's, yeah, you break for your midday meal off the, off the side of the road just after coming to a fork. Um, you break for your midday meal <clears throat> and you see a group of, of individuals. You can't really 100% make out, uh, their figure or their race through their, through their clothing, but they're coming from the south. No, yeah, actually, no, they're coming from the north. Yeah, because otherwise they'd be following us. Yeah, they're coming from the north. Um, they seem to have a a wagon, a horse, or a, yeah, a horse-drawn wagon with them. And um, there's about four of them in the back of the of the wagon, while one of them is up at the front, uh, controlling the wagon. And they're all traveling in traveling cloaks, hoods up. The whole nine yards. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Uh, I, I'd say we're getting off the road and standing. Oh, to you're one off side. the road. Oh, okay. Then we're we're just gonna watch them pass by. Uh. uh yeah, unless they like start attacking us. Okay. I, I see no reason to harass them. Or particularly acknowledge them. And continue eating lunch. Okay. Um, as you're eating, the... Quick question. Um, uh, I need... Uh, I need a... Um, last time we leveled up, did we level up... Oh, never mind. Uh, I thought we leveled up two levels, but, but no. We only leveled up one, so... Yes. Never mind. So we're eating. Uh, I would like to just perception check to see what kind of people these guys are. Are they like possibly hiding something or it's like all like Hood's all up. That seems a little shady to me. Red is sus. <laughs> red is and to represent that, to represent that, I'm gonna roll my red d20. Okay. Okay. So, uh, perception or insight? Um, that would be a, an, uh, I'll say a perception check. All right. Natural 20. Natural 20. So, uh, 24 total. So, you have uh, 
the guy at the front. It's rather odd. You swear you've seen this individual before. Like from my arena days or was is he the same guy from the temple? Seems to look like kind of like you, you only catch like the lower uh like almost like a lower jaw portion of his face. Uh-huh. But you see the same stubble and the same scar running from um his chin to the back of to the back of his jawline and up into where it disappears into his hood. As they ride by closer, do I also get the same smell? Um, other than the heady sense of, um, heady sense of, what is it, what was it, uh, incense, incense, there we go, uh, other than the heady smell of incense, which is basically something that you always smell passing that temple, yes. Um, not feeling anxiety this time, but it's the same type of scent. The fear anxiety is no longer overwhelming the majority of his scent. I'd like to point this guy out to Solaire. Because he's showed, he's showed up again. And it looks like he's got a gang with him. So... We'll just keep an eye on him. If he and his crew yeah. start to do anything, we'll just have to take care of him. And yeah, uh, in a cart. Um, FYI, my screen is black, so I can't see what's yeah, going he, on. He's doing something with the map, and he doesn't want us to see it. Uh huh. Okay. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I'm just gonna. Like, keep, a weather eye keep on my, it. yeah, my eyes, ears, and nose all open. Alright. Um, as you keep the, your eyes, ears, and nose open, um, you're not too, too far off the road. You, you can be seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you put up a, a small cook fire, so you're letting off smoke. Um, so you'd be visible for miles. Um, they, he passes without any kind of incident. He just continues to ride in a straight line, you know, along the road. Okay. Okay. Um, we'll just keep an eye on him until they've completely passed beyond the, our eye line. That's probably like yeah. two, three miles. Um, after he gets to. A certain point in the road where it gets to the fork that you just passed, mm-hmm. he stops the cart, and the four men in the back jump out of the cart and start walking back up the road. Um, Zilthar will immediately just look to Solaire, flick his eyes like towards some bushes and trees, and he will immediately go just on all fours, go stealth into the bushes and like. Kind of do the classic, like, um, uh, like what, uh, like big cats do, like hunch down, like he's gonna get ready to pounce, but in his case, is to vaporize. Uh, 
<clears throat> but he does get down to hide. Okay. Um, as you're getting up to move from the campfire, I need you to make a dexterity check. Okay. Or no, dexterity save. Sorry. Oh. Uh, still a 15. Or... Okay, a 15. Two. Let's see how well they do. Do I need to make a dexterity save? Okay. Um, no, you do not. Um, Zillathar, okay. this doesn't do any damage to you, but you feel this scrape against your right, uh, against your right, um, bicep, and a crossbow bolt just into the ground right, right in front of you. Okay. You didn't see any of the four draw a crossbow. Um, can I try and perceive where it went, where it came from? Um, judging by the angle, up on the hill behind you. Um, he, he just says one word, ambush, and he immediately turns around, and, uh, uh, he will still immediately break for, um, probably, uh, a tree or something. Alright, before you start breaking for a tree... The one that Roll was initiative. no, the one that was driving the carriage goes, "Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, hey! We don't want to fight. We don't want to kill you." We just says the man who shot me with a crossbow. That was a warning shot, and they obviously got too close. So. We do not want to, to kill you, especially not harm you, since you are precious cargo. I am not Person. cargo. What did you say, Slayer? He's a person. <laughs> person. How can a beast be a person? He's dragonborn. Well, if you want it this way, we can settle this either with blood or we can settle this with peace. You're um, the one starting the uh, attack, so you're not being peaceful. Um, I, I have one way to sell this. And I immediately, bonus action, uh, grow to size large, giant's might, and then action, cast sparks. Uh, which is basically a uh, lightning version of Eldritch Blast, which I have two beams of now. Okay. And um, I would say that we're going to go on ahead and uh, start up the initiative after we come back from this break. Oh, snap! So, go on ahead and uh, give me time to set up a couple other things and uh, give us some time to, to uh, move around a bit. Hi, this is Scott. Thank you for listening to Arcosaur D&D on your podcast platform of choice. So, while we have this break, uh, please feel free to go to our website, ArcosaurTT.com, and check out any kind of merch or games that we currently have on our website. And, uh, yeah, have a good break.
We'll be back in a bit. <laughs> 